Elvis Preslin is leading the conversation all across South Africa right now. Now, now. Stay tuned to SAFM. The French government has announced that it will be evacuating its citizens from Niger because of anti-French sentiment following last week's coup. This, as uh, the attempts by the West African regional body ECOWAS, or the Economic Community of West African States, push for the leaders of the coup to hand over power back to the president of the country, Mohamed Bazoum, has failed. Now, on Monday, the coup leaders indicated that they would not agree to ECOWAS' demands. Some countries in West Africa have declared that they will support the Niger military government. We now speak to Africa Affairs Analyst and Channel Africa Head of the Kiswahili Service, Nixon Katembo. A very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. Good morning to you, Elvis, and good morning to us and listeners. Firstly, let's go back and look at what prompted the coup in the first place. Well, uh, I think, as you've rightly said, that there has been an uh, anti-French sentiment uh, quite some time in the region. Uh, Niger is one of the countries that is prone to coup for quite some time. Most of them uh, has been uh, organized mostly with French uh, tacit uh, consent uh, before the country came into a, into a democratic dispensation that led to um, the the uh, uh, democratic processes are becoming uh, a reality. So uh, there has been quite a discontent uh, among the Niger population. Niger is one of the most poorest countries, despite its natural resources, such as uranium, uh, gold, and and now they have been discovered uh, sort of uh, uh, oil in the in electricity basin, the entire electricity basin. Um, so uh, there has been so much uh, uh, that the people of Niger have not been uh, happy about, uh, despite of uh, continued French influence in the region. So this is why the coup happened. But the coup also takes root in what has been happening in the region, um, particularly with former French colonies in Mali, uh, Burkina Faso. And Guinea, Guinea uh, we, which uh, all witnessed the coups in the last couple of few years. Now, the attempts by the West African regional body, uh, the Economic Community of West African States, ECOWAS, to push for the leaders of the coup in Niger to hand over back power to the president of the country, Mohamed Bazou, has failed. Now, how has this conflict affected the region in its entirety? Now, it affected the region in the sense that what is presumed to be democratically elected governments uh, have now crumbled in the face of what seems to be uh, a wave of changes by military rules. Uh, that's one. The second aspect is around the economics of the region. Uh, they call ECOWAS has a principle that uh, uh, they will not tolerate uh, uh, a change of government through military coups. But that has been now the case now in Mali, in Guinea-Conakry, uh, in Guinea-Conakry, as well as in Burkina Faso. 
Uh, and this seems to be uh, the trends, uh, all riding on the same sentiment against France. Mm. Uh, despite a previous intervention by ECOWAS, for example, I think if my memory serves me well, uh, where ECOWAS intervened in, a, in, a, in, a Sierra, in, in Sierra Leone, I think, uh, with the government fund of the Pigeon Cup, and then uh, of recent uh, putting pressure on uh, uh, Gambia, Zilaya, German, uh, um, who wanted to stay in the power uh, after uh, uh, political passes with uh, uh, the current pre- president, Adam Adaro. Mm-hmm. But that is not really the real issue. The real issue is, 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 is the geo- inter- international geopolitics playing out in 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 the in the current uh, context, mm-hmm. uh, because the coup in Guinea happened after uh, the Chinese signed um, a contract uh, of, of extraction of manganese and and uh, iron ore, uh, which is the largest mineral deposit around the world after the Pilpala Boro in in Australia. Now the the current the second uh, largest worldwide deposit was found in the mountains. Mountain. Uh, for the case of Mali, it's around the issue of gold, it's around uh, the mineral deposits, around uh, also the the French uh, uh, grip on the country, which has been fomented uh, a discontent among the people. Uh, so, so is Burkina Faso as well. Uh, Niger seems to be following suit because we recall that after the the French uh, army uh, was chased out of uh, uh, Mali. They went actually to Niger. But also the issues of terrorism, which seems to be a never-ending problem in West Africa. First, the, the, the Mali, the destruction of Timbuktu, despite the French presence there with Operation Balkan. Same with Niger. Uh, Facing terrorism and all of these happen uh, on the do- on on uh, on the dawn of um, I mean uh, uh, on the backdrop of what happened in Libya after NATO intervened in Libya. So uh, it, it, it's a whole complex of issues that have happened in the region that led to the current situation in West Africa, and that all of this can be blamed mostly uh, on the West. Uh, not primarily so, but also on a poor governance uh, because of the resources of the countries being taken out by those former colonies, former colonies, former men for French, uh, taking it to, to France. Niger is, is a producer about 24% of, of France's, uh, of, of uh, rather um uh, uranium that uh, that uh, powers France is about 24 percent of it, its in energy uh, as well under industrial basis it, at the same time the European Union also because of nuclear energy uh, I mean uh, because of uh, uranium that is producing in Niger uh, it powers around 14 percent of European power uh, energy power so it, it tells you how much. Secondly, it's now the coming of um, uh, the United States in the region. The United States uh, has begun establishing uh, 
uh, military bases uh, in, in, in the region. First, the one that is in Niger is composed of about 1,100 uh, American soldiers. What are they doing there? It's to protect American interests. As I mm-hmm. said, that there has been uh, oil discoveries uh, in, uh, in the entire electron basin, but the gold as well. And you'd see that even America itself has been uh, uh, doing um, uh, uh, army trainings. The, the latest was the Operation Field Slot, which happened in Burkina Faso just before the coup. And when the Burkina Faso army saw that we were having all this military training, military presence mm-hmm. by the U.S. and, and France, but why is it that yes. there is a continued insecurity in our country? Now, and I think the, these young soldiers who are both former French legion are now coming to the realization that this is not for the interest of the of the of the people in those countries, mm-hmm. but as well as those governments. But instead, serving uh, some uh, outside interests. Now, the coup leaders in Niger announced that they will stop exporting uranium to France. The French government has announced, in turn, that it will evacuate its citizens from Niger because of the anti-French sentiment following last week's coup. So, so what do you make of all these latest developments? And, and in conclusion, how will this affect trade relations between the two countries? Certainly, France is stand to lose uh, because, as I said, the pro- Niger produces much of the uranium that powers France about, up about 24%. But that uh, uranium is not only used for for uh, electricity generation only, but all, also other French uh, arms manufacturing and as well as uh, uh, any other thing related to uranium development, such as the, uh, the production of isotopes for for cancer treatment. So French stand to lose out. That's why they held a special um, uh, defense council in the French cabinet uh, to discuss the coup in Niger. Now, you need to ask yourself, the coup happened in Niger and the first happened a special defense council uh, meeting. Why? Because it is not exactly. And that will affect the relation in a way that... Uh, it's, it's going to affect France and French economy if there is indeed the military coup hold. And I don't think that uh, France, France will, will stand idle, although it's stand to lose because uh, Algeria seems to be flexing its muscle to say that they are not going to allow any uh, military intervention. Mali have said the same. Burkina Faso have said the same. But also <laughs> the the influence of or Wagner Group in in the entire region in Mali in Burkina Faso as well in Guinea Conakry that also happening in the context of the war uh, of, uh, of Russia and Ukraine but Russia is also influenced in the region so in nutshell Elvis what we find ourselves is around the issue of uh, sort of a new power greater power contestation on African soil in as much as what happened during the Cold War, where the Soviet Union and the so-called communist uh, um, bloc tussled it out on the African continent for for competition of influence. And such was the war in Angola, was the war in Mozambique, and many other wars, the killing of Patrice Lumumba in in the early 60s in in the Congo, and uh, really, Africa is at a crossroad with this. That's why even in our own country here in South Africa, uh, being forced to either 
uh, you know, uh, support Ukraine or, or else. Uh, and these, those are the words of our, our Minister of, of International Relations and Cooperation, um, Naledi Pando, speaking at the press conference with the uh, uh, U.S. Secretary Anthony Blinken. So it's in this context, not just about change of government in Niger, Burkina Faso, Mali, but we have to look at a greater picture of, of what is happening in the world politics and at the entire a change in the geopolitics around the world mm-hmm. uh, uh, that is currently happening. I thank you so much for your time. That was Africa Affairs Analyst and Channel Africa's head of the Kiswahili service, Nixon Katembo. You are listening to First Take SA on SAFM.